This is Soccer News IV. Soccer News IV, it's in your veins. Brought to you by Soccerom.com. From Bumblebee to high school to college to the pros, before the best coaches go to practice, they go to Soccerom.com. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. We're going to have a preview of the MLS season, but first we have some news to go through. The Houston Dynamo and D.C. United were knocked out of CONCACAF Champions Cup this week. D.C. lost to Chivas de Guadalajara and Houston lost to Pachuca. Houston coach said after this week's game that if he had known the officiating was going to be so bad, his team would have stayed home. What was he complaining about? Well, in a game that ended up 5-2, Pachuca was given two penalty kicks and Houston had a goal called back for contact with the keeper. That's a three-goal swing, folks and it would have placed Houston in the championship match. Waldo is suspended. ESPN suspended Eric Winalda for comments he made in an interview with an online publication. During the interview, Waldo made some threats against fellow ESPN employee Jim Rome. And during the same interview, Eric let fly a few curse words in the process. Julie Foudy is replacing Eric in the announcer's booth for opening day. The owner of the Colorado Rapids is now a part owner of the English club Arsenal. Stan Kroenke bought a 9.99% stake in the historic team just one week after denying he had any interest in the team at all. He is now denying that he will purchase the rest of the team. And Bob Bradley is still the interim coach for the United States national team. USSF President Sunil Gulati said he has not made a final decision about who will become the next official head coach but plans to make that decision by June. So far, Bradley has led the U.S. to a 3-0-1 record. Now on to our top story. Major League Soccer returns for the 2007 season this weekend. There are several changes in the league this year. First off, every match will be on television. The league signed broadcast deals with ESPN, Fox, Soccer Channel, HDNet, and Univision worth an estimated $20 million a year. ESPN will broadcast a live game of the week each Thursday night, and the direct kick pay-per-view package is back on satellite and cable systems. There are two new stadiums this year. One is Dick's Sporting Good Park in Colorado. The other is BMO Field in Toronto. Oh, yeah, there's a new team in the league, too. Toronto FC brings the league total to 13 teams. And in case you haven't heard, there is a new designated player rule that allows teams to spend millions of dollars on one or two players and only have $400,000 count towards the salary cap. So far, only three of the 13 teams have signed a designated player. You may have heard about one of them, a guy named Beckham. More on those designated players later. And there's a new playoff format. The top two teams from each conference gets automatic bids to the playoffs. That's followed by the next four teams overall, regardless of conference. The top four teams in the regular season will qualify for the Superliga 2008. Now let's go team by team with a look at what's changed in the offseason and what to look for during the new season. 
Chivas USA has a new coach. Last year's coach, Bob Bradley, is now the interim head coach for the U.S., and last year's assistant coach, Preki, is now in charge for the GOATs. Gone are Juan Francisco Palencia and Juan Pablo Garcia. Instead, Chivas picked up Amado Guevara from Red Bull New York and a speedy forward, Michael Galindo, out of Cuba. The key to 2007 may be last year's Rookie of the Year. Jonathan Bornstein is versatile and can help out on defense and midfield. Chivas need him to avoid a sophomore slump and prove last year's success wasn't just a fluke. There's a new stadium and a new look in Colorado. The Rapids changed logos and colors in the offseason. They also signed a new keeper. Joe Cannon was traded to L.A. Clint Mathis was sent to New York. The Rapids have 12 new players, including keeper Zach Thornton and a veteran Greg Vanny. The Rapids will need their old leader, Pablo Mastroeni, to help all these newcomers gel into one unit if the Rapids hope to have a fast start. Dallas won the West last year but bowed out early in the playoffs. As a result, they fired head coach Colin Clark and replaced him with his former assistant Steve Morrow. The Hoops also dumped former team leaders Ronnie O'Brien, Greg Vanny, and Captain Simo Valakari. They replaced them with Adrian Siriu who's out for half the season with a busted knee. The Toros also picked up Colombian midfielder Toha. Last year's leading scorer, Carlos Ruiz, is now the new captain. He needs to have a good year and will need some more scoring production out of Kenny Cooper so that Ruiz can avoid double teams all season long. The 2006 champions made very few player moves in the offseason. They allowed Adrian Siria to be taken but lost no other marquee players. They also picked up no marquee players. That means their key to success this year is the same as last. Dwayne DeRosario leads this team on and off the field. If he has a bad season, Houston will too. If he has a good year, Houston stands a good chance to repeat. L.A. will begin this year with the same green and gold, but they may have a mid-year switch to a dark blue. We'll just have to wait and see. There was a pretty big overhaul in Planet L.A. Gone are Kevin Hartman and Hercules Gomez. The Galaxy replaced Hartman with Joe Cannon from Colorado and made room on the roster for someone named David Beckham. Since Beckham doesn't arrive until late July, Landon Donovan is going to have to hold down the fort until then. As bad as L.A. was last year... They were actually pretty good with Landon on the field, and if he scored, the Galaxy almost always won. It was a stressful offseason in Salt Lake, and the team came within hours of being sold to a group of investors in St. Louis. In the end, the state legislature saved a stadium deal and the team. In the middle of it all, starting keeper Scott Garlic just decided to retire. Real had to scramble to bring back Nick Ramondo, whom they have just traded a week before. Real also picked up a some kid named Freddie Adu from D.C. United. Adu wasn't happy as an outside role player in D.C. He is now going to be given the keys to the Real offense. You can bet whoever is the next U.S. coach is going to be watching to see how Freddie does. If Real wants to be successful, Adu needs to get the ball to Jeff Cunningham when Jeff is running toward the goal. If they do that, those two could score lots and lots of goals. Chicago will play their second season in Toyota Park, but unlike last year, they won't have to suffer through a nine-game road trip to start off. The Fire traded Andy Heron and Zach Thornton. They then used their designated player spot to pick up Mexican international Blanco. 
I'm interested to see how this goes. Traditionally, Mexican stars have been a huge bust in the U.S. since Hugo Sanchez did absolutely nothing for the Dallas Burn back in 1996. And Blanco hasn't exactly had much luck playing in the U.S. so far. But his biggest role is not in the field. It's to put fans in the stands. So success on the pitch may depend upon Justin Mapp. Mapp may be the best American dribbler in MLS since Clint Dempsey left New England. The Columbus crew have not made the playoffs in three of the last four years, so you might think they're up for some rebuilding, right? Well, it doesn't look like it. In the offseason, they lost Sebastian Rosenthal, who was really a bust in 2006. They picked up striker Andy Heron. And that's pretty much it. So if Columbus is going to win in 2007, then it's time for guys like Danny Satella and Eddie Gavin to finally live up to their potential. Hopefully they can avoid injuries to do that. DC won the Supporters' Shield and then lost in the Eastern Conference Finals. They also lost their coach, Peter Novak, to be the assistant on the U.S. national team. So former DC assistant Tom Sohn is the new boss for DC United. Let go of Freddie Adu and Nick Romando this winter and went shopping in Brazil, where it was summer. They found Luciano, Emilia, and Fred. Not the Fred who was on Brazil's 2006 World Cup team. This is another Fred. While the two pickups have the ability to find the net, DC still lives and dies with Jaime Moreno and Christian Gomez. Kansas City has new owners and a new logo. Gone is the rainbow once and for all. Gone, too, is Josh Wolf who was sold in the offseason. Kansas City did pick up Kevin Hartman from L.A., but not much else. That means KC really needs Eddie Johnson to get out of his slump. If he doesn't, then the Wizards will miss the playoffs for the third year in a row. New England also had a quiet winter. They lost their star midfielder Clint Dempsey, selling him for $4 million and used that money to pick up nobody new. The Revs made a big deal about re-signing Taylor Twelman to a contract extension, and without Dempsey to draw away some of the attention, Twelman will really have to find a way to earn his extra cash. Bruce Arena gets a chance to take Red Bull New York through an entire season, and he's going to rely on some old friends for help. He traded problem child Amato Guevara, and Yuri Jorkaev is also gone. Bruce instead used Red Bull's designated player spot to land former Virginia product Claudio Reyna. Red Bull also welcomes home former hotshot Clint Mathis. Mathis once scored five goals in one game. He's scored five goals in the last two years. So the scoring may have to come from someone a little younger. 17-year-old Jose Altidore was getting hot just as the season was winding down last year. Bruce needs to find out if he can rekindle his scoring touch. There's a new country in MLS. Toronto FC is the only Canadian team in the league. They have a stadium and sold out all 14,500 season tickets by last month. Toronto has picked up some big names for this inaugural season, including Aleko Eskandarian, Richard Mulrooney, Ronnie O'Brien, and U.S. international Connor Casey. But they may be lacking in defense. There's not a single player on the roster who has ever played an MLS match heading into the season. So let's get to the schedule. It all kicks off on ABC on Saturday at 3.30 Eastern. D.C. heads to the brand-new Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on Colorado. 
FC Dallas plays Real Salt Lake at 6. You can watch on Direct Kick. Red Bull meets the crew. Kickoff is 7 Eastern on Direct Kick and HDNet. The New England Revolution will be in Toyota Park facing the Chicago Fire. That game starts at 8.30 Eastern, also on Direct Kick. And we get our first look at Toronto FC when they meet Chivas USA in the Home Depot Center. That matches at uh, 10.30 Eastern on FSC. Then on Sunday, the LA Galaxy go to Houston to face the Dynamo. You can watch on Telefutura and 7 Eastern. Well, that's all we have for this week. I need to say thanks to SoccerOM.com for all of their support. For Soccer News IV, I'm Stephen Parr. Soccer News IV, it's in your veins.